What will we find in today's Thursday thrillers here on the Mutual Audio Network? A few baffling mysteries? Perhaps a touch of murder? Let's find out. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. And now, episode 179, Monkey Wrench. What do you mean you're not going to do this? You heard me. I'm not doing this until Colonel Korski is brought to justice. Scarlet, you can't do this. The fate of our nation may be in your hands. If we don't stop these hackers, our economy could be sent into a tailspin. Which gives me more leverage than I've ever had. No one has helped me all of these years. This is my chance to make sure he's brought to justice. Miss Jernigan, it was our researchers who found Korski, so there have been people helping you. You don't really have a valid argument. Sure, you found him. And he's still out there, living his life like nothing has happened. I want him brought to justice. Why didn't you bring this up when we first talked to you? You were only giving us a few hours to take action. Agent Simon is right. I think you were told in the beginning that we knew who ran your parents off the road and that we would bring him to justice. Talk. That's all it was. Have you done anything to bring him in? I think not. All you're worried about is your little case. Nothing about mine. First of all, this is not a little case. This is a disaster in the making. If these hackers are set loose, they will bring down Houston while their cohorts will bring down New York. The ripple effect would be disastrous. No. Losing my parents was disastrous. He's been running free ever since the accident. Not only that, but he's been promoted while I was given a general discharge. Now, after all these years, I have leverage against the government. A government that turned its back on me. Let me remind you of something, Scarlet. This is not your government here. Sure, I'm part of the Houston Police Department, but they have nothing to do with this case. We are part of the Galactic Federations. Be thankful that we're helping you at all. You may not be part of the federal government, but you're close enough. You've heard my demands. I hope you realize that although you are an important part of this operation, we can succeed without you. If you don't bring Korski in, then have at it. You know she's right. And who are you? My name's Lenora. I'm not from this planet, but these people are right. If rage has its way, this world you know will no longer exist. How can you be sure of that? We've had cyber attacks before. We've always managed to recover from them. Not like this. Rage will not stop until total chaos is brought upon your people. And just what makes you so sure of that? Because I was a member of Rage. That's true, Scarlet. Not only was Lenora here a member of Rage... She was the personal confidant of the leader. We could settle this very easily. Simon, just give me this colonel's location, and I'll take care of him quickly and painlessly. Unless, Scarlet, 
you want him to suffer. This is not Titan 3 or Titan 4. We are a civilized society. I kind of like her idea. That would make you just like him. I'm going to call our superior and get some recommendations from him. There might be something we can do. Excuse me. have an unexpected development, sir. Scarlet is reneging on her part to help us. Really? What happened? She wants Colonel Korsky charged with manslaughter. Oh my. That would be impossible to do at such short notice. Uh, why didn't she make demands earlier? I don't think she realized the scope of the operation and how important she's going to be. I see. Well, that's a small bump I didn't foresee. I think it's more than just a small bump, sir. If she doesn't participate, Hank could call off the whole operation. He's not moving on this until he gets the all clear from her. Well, we have several hours before sunset. Let me think on this. Not to put too much pressure on you, sir, but we really don't have a lot of time for just thinking. You're right. So here's my plan. I'll contact our people in D.C. We'll pick up Korsky for questioning. Since we're not going through local authorities, we can fake any documents we'll need. How will that satisfy Scarlett? She wants him charged. I'll tell them to take the interrogation video and overdub it. She'll hear the investigators charge him with manslaughter or negligent homicide, leaving the scene of an accident. Whatever we can come up with. That might work. We can deal with her after the mission. She won't be happy, but it's what we have to do. Don't give up on it, Tracy. In time, we may be able to gather up enough evidence to formally charge him. Let me get on this. I'll call you when it's all set in motion. Thank you, sir. All right, you got your wish. My supervisor is contacting the authorities in Washington to pick up Colonel Korsky and charge him. But it may take a few hours. I know how the system works. We should hear something before your operation starts. And it better be good news. I got Bella in view, but I don't see the nurse. I'm sure Bella has eyes on her. As long as we keep Bella in view, we're good. Besides, the nurse knows you. Yes, she does. She's the one that knocked me out before they put me in that shuttle. Then it's best she doesn't see you. Agreed. I'll lay back a bit when we get to the bar. Well, I guess there's a first time for everything. Normally I'd be offended, but you pretty much hit the nail on the head on that one. Gabby for Joe Mac. Yeah? I'm surprised you're using the radio, Gabby. <laughs> I thought you could use that modified brain of yours and call me. It's a good thing you don't have a pacemaker. I'd really make your day. Now, do you have eyes on Bella? That's affirmative. Once we get to the bar, I'll lay back and let Captain Tam go in. And before you say anything, yeah, that's something new for me. Say anything? What on earth would I say? Oh, I know. I'll alert the press. <laughs> Very funny. We're getting close to the bar. Looks like Bella is picking up the pace. Okay, stay with her. Joe Mac, make sure you're out of sight when they head back to the ship. Yeah, not a problem. 
There's a crowded market booth up ahead. I'll stay there until I pick up Tam on the way back. Sure. Just don't pick up anyone else, okay? <laughs> You're full of good comebacks today, aren't you? Don't worry, mission first. I'll do whatever it takes to get me ship back. Good to know. Gabby out. Okay. Bella is going in. Find a place. I'll be right here among the shoppers. Bella is going into the bar. I'm close behind. Should I engage? This is Jaffra for Tam. Continue into the bar and do not acknowledge Bella. Go to a table or to the bar and just keep them in your sight. What if she tries to acknowledge me? We talk. She knows not to. She'll leave her microphone keyed so none of us will be able to talk to each other, but we'll all be able to listen. Copy that. Hello, Nurse Ladner. Marco. Bella, what are you doing here? Yeah. What's this Sheila doing here? Wait. I remember you. You were at a street fight with me skipper. Yes, I was. We're going to need a crew to get back, so I was looking for you and the others. Oh, is that so? Then why were you with Joe Mac? I thought we dispatched him. A passing freighter found him. Let me tell you. He was not at all happy to see me. And you better hope he doesn't see you, since you're the last face he saw. Well, there were others there. Who were they? A couple of people from the freighter who were part of Joe Mac's rescue. They were helping him search for crew members. I'm tagging along because I want the same thing. I told them that I knew Joe Mac from a place called Scully's on Boldabar. I've heard of that place. I imagine that you and Dr. D spent some off hours there. Not really. He's all work and no play. Well, that's no fun. Well, now, if you two are looking for some fun... Forget forget it. it. I see. Well, then, what's the plan? Did any of your shipmates decide to return with us? Do you see any of them here? So what are they going to do when they run out of units? They think they can sign aboard ships heading back to Baldivar. Me? Well, I like a sure thing myself. I take it that you'll be joining us, Bella? I serve Lord Zokar. I go where he goes. And you seriously think Dr. D will want you on board, knowing that your intention is to free Zokar? If it wasn't for me, Lord Zokar would never have boarded the Canberra. I'm just warning you. He may not welcome you back on board. If we're going to sit around here all day and talk about this, I'll order us another round. No need for that. Come on, let's go back to the ship. We're not sure where the Mercury is. We had a contact on board, but lost signal. The Mercury? Really? Lord Zokar and I hijacked that ship once. My, my. What a small galaxy. Okay, she's turned off her microphone. Did you copy that, Jaffra? Yes, she was quite convincing. Joe Mack here. If you ask me, she was too convincing. Sounded to me she was telling the truth. Either that, or she's a pretty good liar. I'm confident that we can trust her up until she gets on board. I agree with you, Cap. Once she sees that Wi-Fi is still alive, she'll do whatever she can to either get him off that ship or steal it. I believe your assessment is correct, Gabby. 
Commander, I've been monitoring these updates from Cali. We may be getting visitors soon. What makes you say that? This last communique from Nate says that the Canberra is in port searching for crew members. I just got an update that the doctor has left the biometric material he needs for Wi-Fi at the Cali Hospital. So that means he's back to retrieve it. George, are you familiar with the agent the LT is talking about? I have limited information on that, Commander. Earlier, I accessed the hospital's files and found that someone in their neurology department has been tasked to monitor the specimen. What kind of specimen are we talking about? I presume we are talking about the same specimen. I believe what the commander was asking is what is the nature of this specimen being attended to by the hospital? Thank you for clarification, Lieutenant Andrews. The specimen is a neurosomatic matrix upon which DNA from the patient is introduced along with specific circuitry. Over the course of time, neural bonding will occur, thus linking the patient's brain to an implant consisting of a computer interface. So it's the same procedure Agent Barnes had. But it's my understanding that Wi-Fi has the same unit in his brain, thus the nickname Wi-Fi. Zokar's unit is an early model. Although it is still quite effective, the doctor wants to upgrade it to one that he can control. If he succeeds in that, the doctor can control whatever is left on Rage. It appears that his unit can be overridden. Barnes submitted a report that the pilot Gabby has a small unit implanted, but Barnes was able to reprogram it. That is correct. The basic software was simple. All Agent Barnes had to do was connect a slave cable to circuit port and delete Zokar's program. So, there is a good chance that if the doctor is successful, we may be able to delete his program. That is a logical assumption. Commander, I direct your attention to events occurring on Planet 310. Go ahead, George. The latest information I have is that a group of dissident computer hackers from Latumus have joined forces with Rage to attack the planet's infrastructure. How does that affect our operations? Half of the group managed to steal a deep space SIP, and others infiltrated the planet in small groups, transferring from one planet to the other. Authorities there are aware of the plan and hope to intercept these operatives and return them to Boldabar for trial. I see. So there is a possibility that we may be screening prisoners in the very near future. Lieutenant, is our medical screening pod up to date? That's affirmative, sir. George, who is on that 310 mission? Two major cities are involved. In Queens, a borough of New York City, Detective Jocko is the lead. Our Major Jocko? Yes, he is the former back commander for the Special Space Marine Unit. He is working with Agent Nelson. Agent Kate Hawk and her sister probation, Agent Kelly Merritt. I didn't realize that Agent Hawk had a sister. What's the other city? The city of Houston, headed by Agent Tracy Richards, along with Agent Simon and his junior, and with a converted Hungan. I can't believe a Hungan is helping. How more crazy can that be? Lister's confidant, Lenora, now works for the IDF and is assisting. Whoa, wait a minute. Lenora? 
That's crazy. A Hongan and a former Rage member? As you may recall, I debriefed Lenora before she transported to 310. I found her to be stable and rather confident. I think confident is an understatement. Try arrogant. There is much more to Lenora than what you see on the surface. I found her to be very complex and interesting. Interesting? George, you don't have a crush on her, do you? Consulting my colloquial dictionary. No, Commander. I do not have an amorous interest. I just found her story interesting, and I was able to tell her things about her past that she was not aware of. All of that crazy action down there on 310, and down on Cali, and we're up here wondering what's for dinner. I can certainly prepare a menu for you, Lieutenant Andrews. No, George, I'm saying we're surrounded by an adventure in action, and we're just up here maintaining. Look, LT, I've had my share of action. I'm quite content to be right where I am, doing what we do to keep the galaxy safe. Speaking of which, let's make sure the medical pod is ready, just in case we have visitors. Aye, aye, sir. Well, this is disturbing news. What's wrong? I got a message from Richards. She says that Scarlett is backing out, unless Colonel Kosky is arrested. The guy who ran her parents off the road a few years back? You guys talking about Colonel Korsky? Yeah, according to Captain Richards, she's backing out unless Korsky's arrested. Arrested? How are we going to do that? There's no hard evidence that he did it. Records of that incident have been expunged. Which is why they notified us. The military did the investigation since it happened on post. We need to brainstorm on how to convince Scarlett that he's been arrested. Their plan is to have DC authorities pick him up and interrogate him. They'll overdub the investigator's questions to make it sound like he's being charged with vehicular homicide. And just exactly why do they need us? We need to come up with some questions they can ask him so that his answers will match the dub questions. I think it's pretty obvious what they should do. All right, let's hear what you got. You get him in there saying there are new details on an accident that he was involved in that would exonerate him. But what motivation would he have to come in? Well, yeah, his record was expunged. It doesn't exist. There's no incentive for him to cooperate. You tell him the truth. This will never die as long as Scarlett Jernigan is alive. She will not let it go. I see. So if he can be completely exonerated, she'll have no reason to pursue him. Do you think that would be motivation enough? I think if he's reminded that once he retires, if he ever wants to do anything else in life, this accident will loom over his head forever. Okay, so he comes in. You're saying to ask him about the accident? How will that make him feel like he's being let off the hook? You tell him that, for the record, he will be questioned to validate that he has been questioned and cleared. After that, you tell him something like, Thank you for your time. We have a witness that... Identify the car as late model van. Then you tell him, thank you, and that he'll be escorted out, etc. That portion will be dubbed over with, you're under arrest, etc. That might work. She might get suspicious if he walks out with no cuffs. Hopefully, she won't be that familiar with police procedures. We can dub it in, take him to booking in prints, or something like that. Call Peerman. Will do. You really think that'll work? Not really. Well, what other option do we have? Do you play any poker, Jocko? Yeah, why? You know, you really don't need a good hand to win the pot. Are you talking about playing a bluff? Dad was a good poker player. He said the key to the bluff was to show total confidence and don't let him see you sweat. Put the pressure on him if he doesn't cooperate. 
Kate hears a bulldog in the interrogation room. Well, I don't know if I'd call myself a bulldog. Oh, you're a bulldog, Kate. I say put her in a stip to D.C. and let her put pressure on this guy. She knows enough about Scarlet to sound convincing. Listen, he's not going to be interrogated by civil police. Let this be an IDF operation. We can say and do anything we want. We're not bound by U.S. laws. He still has rights, even under IDF laws. But I see what you're saying. We can actually charge him if he doesn't cooperate. Once Scarlet's convinced, we can let him go. I like it. I'll catch up with Nelson. Maybe we convince Pierman to have Holiday set it up. But we gotta move on this. We're running out of time. Yes, sir. We think we can lower him in and clear his name once and for all. Hold on. Put us on speaker. I'm putting you on speaker. Detective Jocko has something to say. We've been doing a little brainstorming on this. What do you think about making this and strictly IDF operation, sending Kate to do the interrogation? That would certainly be easier logistically. What do you need from me? I think we need to get Homeland on this. I don't think Korsky would back away if he was summoned by Homeland Security. Let me get the director on this. Stand by. So what's your plan now? We want to send Kate to D.C. and have Homeland bring in Korsky. We can try the exonerate thing or just flat out charge him and do a mock arrest. Well, if anyone can do that, it would be Kate. All right. The conference call is all set up. Director Holliday? Yes, I'm here. I've also brought Captain Richards in. Tracy? I'm here. I also have Agents Nelson and Detective Jocko. Detective Jocko, could you detail your plan for the others? We've been discussing this whole Colonel Kosky affair, and Kelly had the idea to make this solely an IDF operation. The plan is to send Kate to D.C. and have Homeland Security bring in Korsky for questioning. First off, is that something you can do, Director? That would not be a problem. Currently, Colonel Korsky is working at the Pentagon. We can make it a part of his security clearance. Even though there's no record of the accident, it's still a security question. So do you plan to bring him in on charges or just for general questioning? He'll think he's coming in for questioning to clear up a security question. Even though he's been cleared, I'm sure the truth is hanging over his head. Scarlet was pretty adamant. She wants him arrested before she'll play ball. I'm going to have Kate join us. I'll go get her. While we're waiting, are both of you set for this evening? Assuming we can clear this Scarlet thing up. Tracy? Agent Simon and Jameson met with Mr. Gregory this morning. We have everything in place. We will detain the arrival rage members. Scarlet will give Hank the all-clear to come pick them up. Jameson and Detective Garrett will make the collar on Hank. We'll hold everyone here until the Queen's crew arrives. Jocko. Our crew will be staying in Leonard's apartment complex. Once the Houston crew arrives, we'll move in and make the arrest and transport them to Houston. Director Holliday, did you have a question for me? Yes. Do you feel confident that you'll be able to convince Scarlett that Korsky is being arrested? That's not a problem if you can set up a fake interrogation site for me. You weren't director when I got my rude introduction to Homeland. That was Wagner. I was essentially kidnapped, blindfolded, and taken to a secure location. Do you think that's necessary in this case? I do. We need to be away from all domestic law enforcement. 
I suggest the same site that I was taken to. You can check with Barb O'Neill on where that was. Director, that's an excellent idea. That would eliminate any chance of interference by local Leos. Very well. I'll set this up immediately. Detective Jocko, ready a stip transport to the Bethesda transfer station. I'll have an escort waiting for you. I'll send a team out to pick up Colonel Korsky. With any luck, we'll have Scarlet's tape in a couple of hours. I will coordinate with the Bethesda transfer station. Kate, I'll see you here soon for the transfer. Yes, sir. Tracy, notify Scarlet that the arrest warrant has been issued under the Patriot Act by Homeland Security, and Korsky will be in custody within hours. She'll be happy to hear that. But she will want proof. Don't worry. I'll get it all on tape and send it directly to you. Okay, everyone. Sounds like a plan. Kate, not to put any pressure on you, but the fate of your country is in your hands. Will this daring plan work? Will Kate be able to fool the Colonel? What will happen on Cali? Will Bella get aboard the ship to rescue Wi-Fi? Find out the answers to these questions and more in the next episode of The Hawk Chronicles, The Trap is Set. Are you in the mood for a good laugh? <laughs> or maybe a good scream? How about some childlike wonder? Or a thought-provoking mystery? Then get your ears ready for a treat, because the Mutual Audio Drama Network presents shows every day for your enjoyment. Each day is a different genre featuring the talents of a huge pool of audio drama masters. Oh, and some clever comedy creators as well. <laughs> Subscribe to the Mutual feed and get them all, or choose the genres you really love. Ooh. You'll find the Mutual Audio Network at all your favorite places, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, EarBuddies, Podcast-O-Rama, Casting Call, Codpast, and wherever quality shows are found. Okay, I made a few of those up. Or simply go online to MutualAudioNetwork.com. And of course, it's all free. free. The Mutual Audio Drama Network. Listen and imagine together. Maintaining social distancing, of course.